Episode 15. Thanks for listening to today's show. We really appreciate you. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show so that you don't miss an episode and to help make sure that others don't miss the boat. Welcome to the Telltale Fisherman Podcast, where avid anglers share the story of their best fishing day ever to inspire yours. Now it's time for another epic adventure. So here's your host, John Woodson. Well, welcome to the show. Today's guest is Dennis Bombom from coming to us from Denmark. Hi, Dennis. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm very good. And uh, how are you? I'm awesome and uh, really excited to hear about fishing in, in Denmark. Um, and, and we'll get to that in just a minute here. But why don't you just start out by telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, well, it's um, it's it's quite some years ago, actually, um, back when I was only five years old. I think my mom and uh, my grandparents, they used to take me out on their little boat mm-hmm. fishing for Odd. and um, and it was it was only uh, the, the fishing line we we held it in in hands and then we were jigging on the bottom and we caught the 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 cod and then we went home and cleaned it and cooked it and they ate it I don't I never liked fish so yeah that's a that's, that's a bit odd I think well I'm I'm kind of in the same boat you are I I actually have a shellfish and fish allergies so I love to catch them but uh, can rarely eat them so. It's for the sport. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, was that uh, fishing out in in a bay or in the ocean, or where where did you do that kind of fishing? No, that was in the in the ocean um, and uh, saltwater fishing only. Okay. So then, then later on, when I uh, was allowed to go out on my own, I was uh, I went to this small lake, small pond right around where we lived, mm-hmm. and I fished there for pikes. Yeah. And perch. And uh, that was was pretty funny. It was very <clears throat> low key back then. We had one, I think, one lure and a rod and a, one reel with way too thick uh, fishing line on it. <laughs> but you still caught stuff. I did. I did. So you freshwater fishing for pike? Are, are there other uh, freshwater species there uh, in Denmark that that you fish for? Or? Yeah, we have the sander, which is I think more or less the same. No, not maybe not the same, but pretty similar to walleye. Okay. Yeah, and then we have the perch. That's the three main uh, predators we fish for in Denmark, I think. And then we have carp. Some people, a lot of people fish for carp. It's, it seems like that's getting more popular. It is. It yeah. is. Around, I think around Denmark, the countries, uh, in, uh, you know, United Kingdom and uh, Germany and further south, they fish a lot for pike, you know, for uh, carp. Right. And in, 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 in Denmark, they do too, but I don't. Tell me a little bit about the the pike you have over there. Are they similar to what we we have on the on on our side of the pond over here? You, you know, like we get in northern uh, U.S. and in Canada. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's pretty much the same. Then you have all the the musky uh, muskies, mm-hmm. which we don't. Okay. We don't have here. We only have pike. Okay. I think one point. Yeah, and I one I don't know whether. Pike was introduced here from over there, or vice versa. If, if it's the same species, do you, do you know anything about that? Or no, I don't. Yeah, you, you just know they're fun to catch, like me. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've seen, you know, the, the perch, I've seen perch in Australia, I've seen perch in, in Canada and in Denmark and, and all, all, uh, all kinds of places in Europe. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they're all called perch, but they're not 100%. You can see it's the same fish, but they don't look alike 100%, which is pretty funny, I think. Yeah. So, so you've had occasion to fish in a lot of different places. You mentioned Australia and I guess uh, other locations in, in Europe. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I went to uh, Australia to fish uh, the Hopi Fishing World Championship. I think it's called. Okay. Yeah. Now, is that a saltwater tournament or freshwater? It's um, I think it's I don't know, but I think it's brackish water. We fished for bream. Okay. Bream, bream, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, but it was up in some uh, you know some river system. Right. So I guess it's it's brackish. Wow, and so you have anglers coming from all over the world to fish that, huh? Yeah, we did, and it was it, it, it it's a fish I've never fished for, but um, yeah, it's a it was a pretty difficult, but I did okay, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, well, it's always tough to go to a new place, especially one so far away, and you know, fish for something you haven't before. Yeah, exactly. But it sounds like an amazing experience to to do that. Well, I I also see from your um, Instagram bio that you are the uh, a co-owner of High Five Lures, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's, it's me and uh, my uh, my good friend, mm-hmm. uh, Finn. We uh, we we started out by making lures on on our own, mm-hmm. and then we we talked a lot and we uh, you know uh, shared um, ideas and talked about how to do stuff. And then one night we just like, hey, let's just do it, make it all together, like you know, you know. So we, so we agreed on let's make high five lures, and that's our little project. So, so we did that, and now we have it, and we make soft baits and hard lures. Oh, you make both. And, and what, what are the target species for those lures? That would be a pike and perch. Okay. Yeah. So, but um, they they catch many different kinds of species out uh, in other countries, like in in the states, and we've. Had, we've had some shipped out to Australia and to Finland. That's of course pike too. But yeah, it's funny. It's fun to see the the pictures of of people's catches. Oh, I bet. I bet that's very rewarding. So, how did you start designing lures? Were you just looking at bait fish or trying to get different actions? I mean, how did how did you get into that aspect? It, it was. Uh, I think. Pe- I, I mean, from for me, I started by just you know trying to make. I wanted to make a, a lure and, and try to catch a fish on it, catch a fish, something I made myself. So I tried that and I caught a fish. There's great satisfaction. Yeah, in that. I mean, yeah. It, it, it really triggered me. So I had to try to do that again by making another one, making it even better. So I thought about the action of the lure and stuff like that. And yeah, and, 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 and Finn did that too, just in the other, in, mm-hmm. up in another part of the country. Like we couldn't live further away from each other actually which complicates things a bit but it's okay and we make it work no problem so yeah it's it's really fun that's awesome so um hopefully we'll be able to uh, post a link to your w- website there or maybe facebook page with uh some of the lures for for people to see i'm sure sure everybody like yeah to see those. yeah i mean and we ship worldwide so no problem there and the the soft bait, yeah the, the awesome. bait we make it's like people they 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 find it and they pick one uh, one model, I have something called Shad 18, which is a, which is a soft bait, 
And the, mm-hmm. the size and weight of it, if people think that's the, the right one for their waters, they can they, they just contact us on Facebook and we find out like what kind of uh, pattern or colors would you like? How should it be designed color-wise? And then we make it fully on their demand. So that's, that's a nice, nice thing, I think. Ah, I may I may be getting some new secret lures here uh, to uh, outfish my can, buddies. You with. should look into that because it can make a difference. When we get back, Dennis is going to share an epic pike fishing story with us. Stay tuned. When the bait is thick, any old cast net can get you some bait. But many times the bait are scarce or they're laying low. And there is simply no way you can get at them without a good quality cast net. Unless you're netting in very shallow water, you need a net with a good amount of weight, which is a necessity for getting the net down on the bait quickly. A good quality net will also stand the test of time if it's taken care of properly. For a great value net for the money, check out tell.fish slash gear in your web browser. All right, we're back with Dennis Baumbaum from Denmark. And I believe the story you're going to tell us today involves some pike. Does it, it does? Not? Yeah, it does. It's pretty much the 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 most you know the the craziest day in my fishing career by far. So I was I I lived pretty far from this lake I was going to, and um, and I got up very early, packed the kayak, put it on the roof of the car, and then I just headed on south to that to that lake mm-hmm. and um the the target was you know pike because there's pretty much only pike there and um yeah and I, I go out on the water and the weather is really bad i don't remember if it's early fall or late no i mean early spring or late fall but i was wearing my dry suit so i yeah it must have been cold oh okay yeah so um and i'm i'm fishing and the fishing is super slow i don't catch really I don't catch a lot that day, mm-hmm. so I um, I get I fish around. I catch one fish here and one fish there, but not any anything big. And then I get to to I, I want to go to another spot, and then halfway there, I decide to stop and try to cast a, a few. And then I get up. I have a, a Hobie Pro Angler, mm-hmm. so I can stand and and, um, and fish for, from it. Yes. Uh-huh. And then uh, I stand there and I I, I feel a strike. <clears throat> I'm like, whoa, there's a fish. So I throw the lure bag out there in the same direction. And then the, the pike follows all the way up to the kayak and turns around and goes away. And I see then that it's a, it's a pretty big fish. Yeah. I, I don't know how you uh, – are you in, uh, in kilo or pounds? Pounds. Okay, so I'm in kilos. But it's it was uh, – I, I, I thought it was like seven kilos, which is, I think, around 14 pounds. Okay. Um, and then I think that's a pretty big pike. Yeah. So I, I stick in and uh, and then it's on. <clears throat> so I start the fight and I'm standing up in the kayak and I know it's potentially a pretty big fish. So I fight it and I get it all the way to the kayak and I'm like, oh my, this is a big fish. And I, I, I land it in the, in the net and I, you know, get it up and measure and everything. And it's, oh, I don't even remember how long it was, but it was one, oh yeah, you it was 120 centimeters. I don't even rem- I don't even know how long that is in in your right measuring in in arms width. If you spread your arms uh, apart, 
how how close was it to be in the uh, length of of your arms? Probably probably quite close, right? Yeah, it was. Um, I don't know exactly, but it's pretty close. It's it's close to be one of the one of the longest uh, I've ever caught. It was 14 kilos, which is also pretty big. And uh, I think that's that has to be around somewhere around 28 pounds if I just double it. Okay, wow. That was pretty pretty intense right there. And then I was like, wow, that's really uh, that's that's a big one. I was like, maybe I should just go home because it doesn't get any better. <laughs> so now I just remember that 120 centimeters is uh, 47 inches. Okay, so that's four feet long. That is a monster. Yeah. Okay. So I I got this pike and I was like I was you know breathing so fast so I got dizzy and I had to sit back down in the kayak to not you know uh, fall in <laughs> you know got my you know I got back together and was really happy and I continued my fishing and then after a while I I, uh, I caught another one which was really big too really like really big the same same size basically a bit small but the same size basically wow so that was two in one day which is really crazy yeah i mean just how many fish would you say you have to go through to catch just one that size probably hundreds right yeah and then to get two in a row like that wow yeah two in one day that size fishing or uh, the way i do it like casting mm-hmm. that's rare oh yeah and then on on um on, on you know lures not live bait right right so were you using extra big lures or any kind of a special lure that day or no not not even i was just like you know it was a uh, average size casting lure i think it was uh maybe something like i don't know five five inches maybe six so nothing super huge you know nothing out of the ordinary for pike fishing nope not at all Wow. And so when you're fishing for these fish, were you fishing a shoreline, you know, with cover and rocks or that kind of thing? Or are you fishing more open water? Where where were these fish? Where I was fishing, it's a, it's, it's a, a lake, but a shallow water lake. So there's nowhere in there where it's deeper than three meters, which would be... Um, Nine, ten feet, something probably. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. So and where them, both of them was like only one and a half meter. Okay. So they were they were up shallow and, and and did you catch them pretty close together or was it a little farther apart? It was like it was pretty close, pretty close. But in the the first one I got in the first half of the day and the second one I got like five, four five, four or five hours later maybe. Okay, and and so did were the fish you know were you catching a lot of smaller pike in between or was it still a relatively slow bite but for those two massive ones? It was a pretty slow day. <laughs> so the the average size of the, the the pike that day was pretty big. Yeah, that's that's interesting that the fish weren't going crazy or anything, but you had two of them that big, yeah, yeah. both hitting the same yeah. day. That is kind of yeah. interesting. It is, and, so, and then I mean, the, the, what makes this uh, day extra wild it was that I was out in the kayak. Oh yeah, that must have been crazy to try and land those in the kayak like that. It was, and uh, yeah, but I mean, and I, I even have, uh, you know, I was filming because I'm, I'm a movie maker. I make, I make uh, vlogs and uh, movies from my fishing. I was just gonna ask, did you have a GoPro on your, uh, on your helmet or on your fishing hat when this happened? No, I have them, I have them uh, mounted on my kayak. So I actually have a, a movie from that day where I fish, catch, and land and release 
those two big pikes. Oh, and I wow. think maybe even their subtitles <laughs> in English. Well, I think with fish like that, you don't you don't even need subtitles. It it speaks for itself, I bet. <laughs> it does. So it does. Are are those up and available on the web where people can see them? It's on YouTube. Okay, well, cool. Well, we'll definitely want to link to those because I know people are going to want to check those out. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was it was intense. That day was intense, and I w- I was alone. Yeah. So when I the first one when I landed that one, I was like, okay, I have it in my net. I was looking I was looking around to see if there was any boats near me that could maybe help me, you know, measure and weigh it. Yeah. But there were no. So I was like, I was all alone out there. Just you and those <laughs> monsters. Yeah, and I had no one to share my, you know, the the th- my 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 catch with, right. which sucks. When it's yeah, such a true. Although you just uh, shared it with all of our listeners, so um, it's a little little bit delayed gratification. But uh, man, that's that's a great story, and I'm uh, in the videos. I'm sure are pretty epic too. So um, we're yeah. we're excited to share that great story and. Dennis, it's just great getting to meet you here and talk with you. I really appreciate you being on the show today. Oh, thanks. Thanks for letting me. Oh, absolutely. Take care. You too. Bye. Please be sure to follow the Telltale Fishermen on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You'll get sneak peeks of upcoming episodes, notices of new episodes as they go live, and pictures from some of the most epic fishing adventures ever. Check the show notes for details. Thanks. This has been the Telltale Fisherman Podcast. Thanks for sharing another great tale with us. Be sure to check out the show notes page for more info on today's show and the gear we talked about. Keep those lines tight and we'll catch you next time right here on the Telltale Fisherman Podcast.